Welcome to the latest episode of the Varying Viewpoints podcast series sponsored by the Samuel D. Witt Proctor Institute for Leadership, Equity, and Justice at Rutgers University. I'm your host, Bianca Neal, visiting scholar at the Proctor Institute, and I'm here with our invited guest, St. Edwards University President, Dr. Montserrat Fuentes, and Houston Tillotson University President and Dr. Melva K. Wallace. Welcome. Thank you, Bianca, for having me. So excited to be here with you. Yes, thank you, Bianca. Looking forward to the conversation. Wonderful. Well, let's get started. I would love to know about your partnership and what the catalyst behind this partnership was and how it got started. Well, um, Bianca, the, the partnership was starts, I would say, by having a relationship. And if I were to take it back, um, President Fuentes was the first, one of the first people, um, presidents in the city of Austin to reach out to me, to connect with me, to invite me over. We had a great meeting. And from then we established a fantastic friendship. Well, when you have a good friend, when you have troubles and issues and concerns, who do you call? You call your good friend for help. <laughs> so um, we had experienced and are experiencing uh, enrollment growth and, and we were completely out of dorm space. And I called my good friend and said, is there anything we can do? And she said yes and got her team moving and we were excited to launch a partnership where both institutions have a rich experience by this collaboration. It's all about collaboration. I couldn't be more excited when Melba arrived here in Austin. When you feel that you are underrepresented on your role and you see someone that you can lean on, someone who is going to amplify your voice and that person being there for you. I was so incredibly impressed, excited to start developing the relationship with her. And certainly uh, it's all about collaboration. We both have the great privilege of leading institutions that very much align in our mission. And we both align our core values on the mission of the institutions that we have the privilege of serving. So I certainly, when I heard uh, her desire to be able to find a place for the students, I just wanted to be there for her as I know that she would be there for me. And the reality is that this is such an incredible opportunity for us. Um, it's not just the desire to serve and certainly help, but these students, they are making us better as institutions. So it's certainly a mutual benefit. And that's what collaborations are, being there for one another. And there is so much more than could come of this collaboration. But it's about relationships. In many cases, the community would think it's a competition. No, it's a relationship. It's a collaboration. Together, we can do so much more for the wonderful community we serve. Yes, and I love it. Being an Austinite, I have experienced and lived in, in Austin, and of course, the both campuses. So I love the collaboration. I love the partnership. I love the concept of actually building relationships and to even knowing how to work together to help each other um, and even creating a mutually beneficial experience. Um, I've seen both of you in the community. Why do you think it's crucial that the community is part of the work that you do and why do you continue to be involved in the community? Our students, they come from the community and they go back to the community. So to help them to be successful, we need to make sure that we open the doors of opportunities for them through internships, through engagement. It certainly will help our students to be more marketable and successful. 
But ultimately, the mission for both institutions is to really serve the community. And Austin is better because both institutions are here. And one of the main responsibilities for both of us as presidents is to lead by example, to be out there. We do need to make sure that we're able to articulate the value the value added of an education at HC or CNEDS, and we need to start developing relationships beyond the relationship that we have with one another. And we certainly, again, we amplify our voices and we help each other. We need to develop relationships with the community and that requires intentionality. And I do it and I know Melva does. We are downtown every day developing those collaborations, those rela the relationships that are gonna help our students. And again, ultimately is helping Austin. Yeah, and, and you know, when you think about, uh, and, and President Fuentes hit it just spot on, talking about where our students come from. You know, many institutions across the country um, have what they call transplant students. They come in for the education, and then they leave and go back to their states, their countries, and you know, that's it. Those four to six years was that experience in that town, in that community, and they're gone back home. Well, if you look at the data on our institutions, you will see that our students are from the Central Texas region. And that means that when they're educated here, they are going to be here. They are going to find their first job here. They are going to raise their children here. They're going to start their um, new business here. They're going to launch a new startup in Austin. The other exciting thing about living in Austin um, is that there are so many opportunities for growth. I'll take you back to other institutions. Um, there are some schools and universities that are located in areas where there is not as much workforce and economic development going on. So it becomes a challenge for the institution to get that real world experience for their students. So although they may be a great institution, you may not have the community partners just by, let's say if it's in a rural location um, or a small city, you may not have the level of um, you know, tech community jobs and all of these things that are happening in the ecosystem of a city that would allow for the students and the staff and the administration to be able to build these substantive partnerships that even if a student does come from California or Minnesota, they will be more inclined to stay because there is the um, there is more job opportunities here uh, for students to access and to stay in the region. So I would, I would offer that perspective as well. And let me just add something very quickly to what uh, President Wallace just said, because it's not only that they desire to stay here, we both through an education and are offering the opportunity for them to stay in Austin and to continue calling Austin their home. Otherwise, it's not really affordable right now. Through an education, we are able to place them in positions in jobs that would make it affordable and sustainable for them to stay in Austin. So when we discuss a lot of the challenges in the community with affordability, the path forward certainly is with an education. And we are in a position that we can do that for our students to ensure that while well, they come from this community, they can stay here. Yes, and, and it's interesting 
the, the importance of being able to stay. I know even that's one thing that Austin has been challenged with, especially with the African-American community. So Dr. Wallace, you hit on something very specific um, to being able to retain uh, people who would like to stay here and having a workforce here. Um, I, and generally, I'm confident that this collaboration will enable students within a wider network of peers who attend both universities to enhance their social interactions uh, enabling them to create different and special connections. What advice uh, would you give to other institutional leaders who might be interested in a similar partnership model? I would say do it as fast as you can. Um, you know, there is a benefit to uh, building bridges and working together. We saw that in the 1960s. We've seen it as uh, communities have worked together to solve some of our largest problems in uh, cities and countries and, and all over the world. And I hope we continue to see that as we work together towards, um, you know, really being innovators in whatever space that we find ourselves in. And if there are challenges that institutions face, and I would encourage any university president to think this way, uh, the first phone call that you make is to one of your peers. Uh, to determine how are they solving for whatever it is, because in many instances, there are solutions that could be found uh, within other ecosystems that you can utilize. Uh, we lean on each other as university presidents. I have a network, especially in the HPCU space of higher education presidents, in which we will text anything that's happening and say, hey, you know, we're in a text group. What are you doing about, and for us with HBCUs, uh, we've had a huge target about campus safety. I mean, just last week, we've had a, a student at an HBCU get shot and killed. I mean, so it is, you know, these bomb threats and threats against these institutions are real, and we're leaning on one another for advice and best practices to keep our students safe. So that's just one example. And I would add to that, to have the courage to advance, to bring innovation for both of us when we wanted to work together. One of the main things that we were made aware, by the way, is all the challenges, right? This is something new, how we are going to proceed. But just bring that creativity and innovation. And while it was not clear at the beginning how to be able to advance the initiative, I had no doubt, and I continue to really think that way, this is going to be really successful because I am here to make sure that Melba is successful on this. And I know she's there to make sure I'm successful. So I know that as we continue to move forward, we'll work together through obstacles. But again, just the courage, the initiative to really work together, to be creative and to really rely on others who want to be there for you. And again, not to think so much about competition as much as community collaboration and the courage to act. Yeah, and, and I want to I want to just double click on what uh, Monty just mentioned. You know, when you think about stability in an ecosystem like a higher education world, it is so imperative to have stable leadership. I'm thankful that Monty is there um, because we need a St. Ed's, we need a UT Austin, we need a Concordia, we need ACC, we definitely need HT. Um, that is what makes Austin so special. And I think that if people took a page out of our book 
and saw, you know, how much we connect and collaborate and appreciate one another and what we do, um, I think we could really be a blueprint for how things can work in a world where there's so many needs in a city that we're all working to solve for it. You know, there's not enough nurses. I mean, I'm just taking the nursing program. We don't have a nursing program, but I'm just saying there aren't enough nurses. So I know that St. Ed started a nursing program not too long ago. Well, there were other nursing programs, but it's not, it's just not enough. So if two more institutions started a nursing program, there would still be a need. There would still be a need because of the demand. So I think by sharing the resources, sharing the information and moving the city forward and focusing in on what the community needs, we can all help to lift the entire community and the entire, you know, let's take for us, Central Texas. Wonderful. And as we're thinking about moving forward, what is the vision going forward? What, what, what are we, what do we, what should we expect from both universities and even this partnership? To continue advancing our mission and elevating the lives of the students from the community who have the privilege to serve together. I certainly need Melba by my side in going and advancing that initiative to really make sure that we are able to recognize our students as the future, as the future leaders that our community needs. But beyond that, right now the students, the HC students, are, we have the great privilege of having them with us on campus and they are so engaged. We certainly are better because they are with us. They bring initiative, diversity, and they care. They are coming to our games. They are participating as part of the community here on campus. And I just learned that uh, we have been, the university has been celebrated, commemorated by the city of Austin because we have a food pantry 24 seven hours. We have received funding from the Central Texas Food Bank and HD is starting now one. We are helping them to set on campus a food pantry. A food pantry. Furthermore, they are part of ours and they have access 24 seven to food. This is just one thing that we are here for each other and there is so much work to do because our mission is to really make our society better through the incredible talent, diverse, compassionate talent that we have on both campuses. And I know that together we can really do so much more. Yeah. And, and I appreciate that because, you know, not only is uh, Monty a great colleague, she's a great friend and leaning on someone when things are so challenging in our space, we're facing enrollment cliffs and all of these campus safety and the list goes on and on with all of the challenges that comes with what we would say is managing a small city. We're like the mayors of small towns within towns. And, and that could be a big responsibility. Um, but I would also say it's, it's also economic partnership because I would rather pay what I'm doing now, pay St. Ed's the money that I would pay an external, which that's what we were doing was paying an external apartment company for an experience that wasn't even close to the experience that they would that they are getting at St. Edwards. So with the housing partnership, I'm thinking what type of way could I, you know, if I'm going to pay this money, I'd rather pay it to another 
college and university that could be elevated as opposed to paying it to, you know, a, a global company that's, you know, that could rent apartments to anyone. So, and have less services, let's, you know, all of the challenges that come with it. So for me, it's how can we find ways to write grants together, to, you know, buy land and property together, to share different things. Um, who knows? The, the sky is the limit of what we can do in Austin to keep it, to keep it weird, I guess, you know, that's what we do. <laughs> keep Austin weird. You never know what we're going to do next. That's true. That's true. Well, thank <laughs> it will be. Well, thank you so much, President Fuentes and President Wallace for your time, your wisdom and your voice. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we leave today? Thank you for the opportunity to, to be here. Uh, I do want to highlight that HD is so blessed to have a leader of the caliber of Melba Wallace. They really are. And look, before we get out of here, I just have to say, go Hilltoppers and go Rams. When you see my Quintez, she is on roller skates and on fire. So just if you can catch up with her because she is moving and making things happen at that university and in this community, um, it is a true testament to how great uh, this city is to have such dynamic leadership not only on the campus, but in the community. So you're not gonna just find her at St. Ed's in the president's office. She is everywhere doing everything to lift up this community. And, um, you know, we're just so honored to be here and thank you for finding it to be not robbery, to hear our stories and to share them with your listeners. So thank you, Bianca. You're welcome. Well, thank you so much again. I really appreciate you sharing about relationships, partnerships, collaboration, and keeping Austin weird. <laughs>